Maple Leafs with a one to nothing lead over the Winnipeg Jets starting the second period, which is brought to you by Molson Canadian. Get $4.18 ounce Molson Canadian for dine-in and domestic bottles at chucksroadhouse.com slash takeout during all Leaf games. One of the sidebar little stories that will start with the first time that these two teams have met in the playoffs since 1979 is that the Montreal Canadiens are no longer the flying Frenchmen. They have just one francophone player, I think, that'll be on the roster or to start the playoff season Le against... Oh, yeah, Jonathan Drouin's not available. Yeah, last time they played, by my count, there were 12, which include the likes of Lafleur, Pierre Mondo, Yvonne Lambert, Mario Tremblay, Jacques Lemaire, Guy Lapointe, Rayjean Houle. Rayjean Houle! As Danny Gallivan used to say, oh, we said Rajon Ool. Well, that was his name. There's Savard, LaRouche, LaFleur, and Yvonne Cornway played 15 games that year. And actually, Bunny LaRock from Hull, Quebec, was the backup goaltender to Ken Drive. There are nine kids, nine kids, nine players from Ontario on the Maple Leaf team this year. But the other night was the first time ever that not one single francophone player from Quebec was on the Montreal roster because of injury and everything else. They were saying the first time since January 4th, 1910, when the Canadians came into the National Hockey League. Now, in the old days of the six-team league, Montreal had a 50-mile radius around Montreal that they could sign players to the C-form which then put them into the Montreal system, whether it was with the Junior Canadians or the Peterborough Peets, uh, to play junior hockey. Uh, Toronto had a similar situation, but they harvested a lot of players out of northern Ontario. And uh, not an awful lot of other teams went into Quebec to try and get players. As Matthews works the far boards, got it free for Brooks. He is a Winnipeg native. Is Adam Brooks playing at home? And unfortunately, parents and siblings and friends can't be there to watch as we get an offside at the Toronto Blue Line. But again, this whole idea of the six-team league and how teams were organized. I mean, Bobby Orr is an interesting story. How did the Leafs not get Bobby Orr? Ren Blair was the one that pursued him. And Oshawa had an agreement with the Boston Bruins, and that was the other thing. There were direct affiliations with junior teams. Hamilton Red Wings, Niagara Falls Flyers, that was the OHL team, or OHA team, the Boston Bruins. Well, Beltmores were with the New York Rangers as a shot scores and beats Campbell. A turnover, and the shot by Mason Appleton ties the game at one. And that is the third goal for Mason Appleton in the last four games. You talk about X factors when you get into a playoff series. Morgan Riley starts it out in behind the leaf net. But tries to go up the middle instead of up the boards. And eventually it's laid out to the slot. And we saw Austin Matthews and Morgan Riley get caught on a shorthanded goal in Ottawa a couple of nights ago. Here, a mistake by Riley. Ends up having this game tied at one. Twelfth goal of the season for Appleton, and the game is deadlocked 1-1. Riley with the puck along the boards, got it ahead on the left wing. Kerfoot couldn't get it into the zone. Now finds Mikheyev. He'll take the puck wide. Took a hit, got the puck back to the blue line, but Brody couldn't hang on to it, and the Jets bring it back the other way. 
A pass into the slot and a shot stopped by Campbell. And now Engvall turns in his own zone. Engvall up on the left wing for Kerfoot. Kerfoot launches it down into the Winnipeg end as the Jets have tied the game 1-1 at 1.13 of the period. And a shot deflected into the corner by Campbell. Time of the goal brought to you by Hockey Helps the Homeless. And 1-13 ties the game. Appleton scoring his 12th. Leafs get it down into the offensive end. Thornton trying to dish it along for Simmons, and it didn't work. And now here are the Jets to center ice. Jensen Harkins gets it down into the corner. Now around back of the net. Spezza was able to dig the puck free. And the Leafs are going to just play it out and down into Winnipeg territory. Morrissey going back behind the net. Drops it off on the right wing side for DeMello. He shoots it down into the Toronto zone. Played around back of the net for Muzzin, who got it up on the wing, but Felino couldn't get it out for him. Now here's another chance for Felino to get to the line. Couldn't get it out again. The puck's still bouncing, and Tavares is able to play it off on the wing for Nylander. Nylander circles back in his own zone. Gave the puck away. Now trying to get it back. And it's going to be launched high into neutral ice. Neil Pionk going back for it. Reverses it around the boards to the near side for Perro. He'll find Pionk again who puts the brakes on to elude a check. And now Winnipeg getting the puck into neutral ice. Perro in across the line with a long backhand that's going to be caught by Campbell and held for a face-off coming in the Toronto zone. One of the things, and I think this has happened through the years, you watch the same team play every minute of every season, you know what their weaknesses are. And from a leap standpoint, I think the defensive gaffes, the breakdowns, the turnovers, are something that you know could be their Achilles heel. And you know what the Montreal Canadiens are going to do? They're going to come out and they're going to run. They're going to get pucks deep. And they're going to run the Leafs, try to get all kinds of turnovers, traffic in front. And the Leafs are going to have to guard against that. And that's going to be very similar to the mistake that Morgan Riley's made in this game. You've got to stay away from those high-risk plays. Riley sending it down into the Winnipeg zone. Now here's Shifley bringing it back the other way for Winnipeg. And on the left wing for Kyle Connor, a shot. And he missed the net, and the rebound comes all the way back to the blue line. DeMello sending it off on the left wing side for Morrissey. Back along for Shifley. Shifley looking for Morrissey, then dishes it off for Wheeler. He'll find Morrissey now to Shifley. A centering pass went off the skate of Connor. And Brody for Toronto starts away at center with Matthews. And across the line, dropping it for Brooks. Brooks sends it wide to the goal to the far side for Engvall, who's onto the ice. Engvall can't get a puck in front of the net. And out come the Jets to center ice. Shifley just playing it in over the line, hoping to get a player change going. Leafs will allow that as they make a D-to-D pass to Hutton. Hutton got it ahead. Uh, Kerfoot trying to free it up, and Hutton will rattle it off the boards down into Winnipeg territory. 15 minutes to go in the second period, and we are tied 1-1. The Maple Leafs can do themselves a favor with even a single point here tonight as far as eliminating other teams to have more points than them should they meet in the conference finals. 
They need two, I guess, to get past Florida. And another shot scores. The Leafs working in, and Ilya Mikheyev snaps it home to make it 2-1. to one. Yeah, a pretty simple play. Long shot off the right pad of Halibuck, and then Mikheyev is wide open to Halibuck's right to pick up the rebound. I think Alex Kerfoot is going to pick up an assist as well. As Mikheyev starts the play, gives it to Kerfoot. Kerfoot back to the point. I think it's Jake Muzzin lets it go. But a huge rebound on a long shot. Finds the stick of Mikheyev, and for Ilya Mikheyev, his first goal in 12 as the Leafs up 2-1. to one. Seventh on the season for Ilya Mikheyev, who has been, if nothing else, snake bit this year on breakaways and great scoring chances. Even empty nets. Jets back in their own zone. Pionk working it out of his own territory. Got it ahead, and Lewis gets across the line with a shot. That's why there's a big rebound off the end boards, but Thompson couldn't do anything with it. Back to the point, a long shot. Stopped by Campbell. Puck around the boards near side. It'll be reversed to the far point. Kept into the slot area now by Pionk. He tried to dribble it in front of the net. It does come free, and a shot goes just whistling wide off the stick of Trevor Lewis. Fourth line having its problems down in the Toronto zone. On the far side, Thornton couldn't outmuscle his man. The puck comes in front of the goal. It's now back into the slot for Pionk. His shot was blocked, and the Jets continue to buzz down in the Toronto end. Leafs unable to grab the loose puck with Simmons. Now it's gone to the defense and just launched high, and it ends up going into the Winnipeg bench and out of play. So a 2-1 Toronto lead here in the second period as Engvall and Mikheyev have scored the goals. Ilya Mikheyev with a pair of points. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Time of the goal brought to you by Hockey Helps the Homeless. Visit hhth.com to donate because become a game changer and assist them in their goal to shut out homelessness, 5.25, the time of the goal from Mikheyev, Muzzin, and Kerfoot, the assist. Well, Mitch Marner gets the night off. You might say Austin Matthews has close to a night off, as you could imagine, as Matthews has played under six minutes in this game so far as we get to the midway mark, or nearing the midway mark of the second period. Here the Jets rolling a shot wide of the goal. Nylander against the wall to Riley, back of the net, too far for Brody. Polino gets there to free it up. Now playing it back of the net. That got past Morgan Riley, who will get to the puck and play it to the line. Not out. Kept alive. Now it's rolling just outside the blue line and will be whistled down as it goes over the glass out of play. Now, do you think, can you imagine the conversation with Adam Brooks? There's good news and there's bad news. Good news is you're playing with Austin Matthews tonight. Nice. Bad news? Fourth line's playing yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> Your old line mates. You're only getting about 12 minutes. <laughs> uh, you know bucks, but Adam, Adam, don't worry about it. Your parents can't come yeah, to the game yeah. anyway. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. I have been impressed with Adam. I have as well. Yep, absolutely. And I think just because you might, I mean, we can argue about who we think should come out of the lineup or stay in the lineup for game one. There's going to be some very quick decisions. And that doesn't necessarily mean you win one game and everybody stays in. Oh no! Eyes every matchup, how every player is looked. 
puck to center ice. Galchenyuk made a nice play to knock it down. Here's Brooks and Matthews out there with Galchenyuk now, and it is played down into the Winnipeg zone. Remember, not so many years ago, a game in Winnipeg, and the crowd was chanting, Line A's better as a shot knocked away by Campbell. Well, you can't say that in Winnipeg anymore. Here's a chance for Connor, a shot, and he whistled it high and wide of the goal. I got news for you. You can't say Columbus either. Oh, here's Brooks in across the line, sending it down into the zone. By the way, Line A said he's not going to the World Championships. He said it's been an awful year right now. I hate hockey. Laid up uh, at center across the line, Kerfoot. Kerfoot curls, drops it back to the point, and a shot by Hall was deflected wide of the net. It may have gotten through to Hellebuck. Yeah, I think a little bit of Matthews better. It's probably be chanted by Leaf fans out there now after all of this. But what a but, season he has had. It's just amazing how well he has played. I'm not sure what this whistle was for. I don't know if we've got a penalty coming up. Too many men on the ice. Did maybe? they say that it was a high stick that knocked it down? Not sure. At any rate, you got a getting a replay of a Jack Campbell save a little earlier, but nope. Go five on five. Still five on five. Leafs in their own zone. Get it ahead for Kerfoot. He's across the line into the slot with a shot. He's held up and then got a pretty good wrist there away, but it went wide of the net. 11-14 to play in the period. Leafs leading by a score of 2-1. to one. A victory would move them into a tie with Florida with 79 points. But they would get the benefit of a series between the two teams with home ice because they would have more regulation wins, which is the first tie break. Yes, it's 29 for the Leafs coming into this game. The Florida Panthers at 26. It is, it is going to be Vegas, or Colorado, Vegas, Carolina, one, two, three to start. The top two teams, Colorado and Vegas, being in the same division. Could they both survive the first round? One will knock the other out in the second. Here's Riley laying the puck ahead for Spezza. Onto the wing for Thornton. Dumped into the zone, and changes coming for Toronto as Simmons goes in and let Stanley know that he probably could have gotten flattened there, but now a long shot taken and swallowed up by Connor Hellebuck. I suppose if you're Wayne Simmons, you go kind of go by just a tap. That There's a hit I should have had or I would have had. But I think the other thing is you play your, the same way your whole career. How hard it is to dial it back just a bit. You see something there, and I think... That's what we were talking about. If you get to the point where you're a little too loose and you're saying, I got the puck, but nobody's going to hit me. And the next thing you know, you're going head first into the boards. Shot by Kerfoot. Glanced off the goal post and went wide. Now it is cleared down the ice by Winnipeg and an icing charge coming here against the Winnipeg Jets. And how about a great big happy birthday, 62 years young for the captain, Rick Five today. Woodley. And uh, three time fifty goals. Three score. time fifty goal score. And you can talk all you want about how great Austin Matthews season was, and it was, and the goals per game and everything else, but you gotta play eighty two and you gotta score more than fifty. 
to get into the Leaf record book as far as what Vibe has done. So and to that, do it three times. Yes. Wow. That, so that record will stand at least till next season. Back to the blue line. The Leafs keep the puck in. Hutton trying to play it in front. And you know something else, though? I would go on record as saying is Rick Vibe deserves to have his banner hung up in the rafters at Scotiabank Arena in my humble estimation. And you look at some numbers as well, the bigger picture, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Up on the right side, Pionk will deflect it down into the Toronto zone. Laid around the boards to the near side for Felino. He'll knock it back, and then it's launched high into the center ice area. 9-10 to go in the second period. And for all intents and purposes, it really has been a no-hitter. But there, Matthews went down hard as he kind of hit a rut, but he's, he's okay. <laughs> Everybody take a breath. He's back into the play. Got kicked away by Campbell over on the far side. That's all you'd need is twisting a knee or something like that at the point. On the right side, DeMello with a shot. Blocking arm save and a good one made there by Campbell. Down into the corner it goes. Leafs come away with it. Brooks got it ahead for Galchenyuk with Muzzin. A pass to Matthews. He let a shot go but was knocked down from behind by Paul Stasty. And the puck goes, or maybe it wasn't Stasty. I think that might have been uh, Forbert. Back at center ice. It's back down. Not really sure. Have we seen Stasty come back? Yeah, he's been back since right. he went to the dressing room. The down play. here's McKay with a pass in. And the backhand by Kerfoot went just wide. Rebound has come all the way out at center ice. Here is Appleton. Pass intercepted by Mikheyev. He tried to tip it over the defenseman's stick to get a break down the wing that didn't work. Lowry up on the left wing trying to drive the net now is Appleton, but the pass doesn't reach him. He goes into the corner to regain possession. Hutton got a piece of him. The puck comes back to the blue line. Trying to get a shot away was Jordy Ben. Then from the other side, it whistled high and wide of the leaf goal. Ben gets it, or at least uh, Hutton gets it ahead to Kerfoot. Kerfoot to the line. Had it turned over at the blue line. Didn't get it in deep. Back comes Trevor Lewis. He'll play it into the Toronto zone. Brody trying to reverse the puck. Now Spezza is able to free it up for Brody on the far side. And Brody will get it out into the center ice area. And a race for it that was just out of the reach of Joe Thornton. Thornton down back of the goal. Can't come away with a loose puck. Seven minutes left to go in the period. Puck around the boards and chopped out into the center ice area. Here's Thornton bringing it right back in again. Drops for Spezza from a sharp angle. That went off a stick and is out of play. With six minutes and 52 seconds left to play in the period. And the Leafs leading by a score of 2-1. to one. No, I think it, I like the way Kerfoot and McKay have, have looked. Together with the extra ice time here throughout this game. They told Austin Matthews, be ready. You'll get the power place. Yeah. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Two to one in favor of the Maple Leafs. As uh, goals have come from Engvall and Mikheyev here in this game. Pass on the wing. Brody into the slot and a shot. Fired high and wide by Tavares. And a whistle here as puck into the glove of uh, goaltender Connor Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck, by the way, last year's Vezina Trophy winner. 
And you've got to believe that if Winnipeg has any chance of upsetting the Edmonton Oilers in the first round, he's going to be a big part of that. But 27 of his 44 games, three goals against or more this year, which I find absolutely baffling. Back to the point, a shot deflects just wide of the goal. Chopped up on the wing. And now Nylander playing the puck around back of the goal with 6.18 left to play. And here's Shifley on a 2-1-1 going the other way. A pass into the slot. They score! Beautiful play by Kyle Connor on a 2-1-1 break. And Jack Campbell had no chance as the game is tied at 2. And we talk about what the Leafs' weakness could be. We had a gaffe by Morgan Riley that led to the first goal, and here Morgan Riley pinches, loses the battle, and off on a two-on-one with the wrong guys. And this one, this is exactly how Winnipeg picked the Leafs apart in Toronto when they took five out of six points. Ill-advised pinches led to odd man rushes, and would you not agree, especially with a veteran defenseman, you know who you're on the ice against in a one-goal game? And 20, you, you pinch and lose and find yourselves back even again. 25th of the year for Kyle Connor. Here's Matthews after a loose puck. Couldn't get it to uh, Brooks. It goes around the boards to the far point and out at center ice. Chipped back by Dermott. Now here's Matthews sending it in wide of uh, the Winnipeg goal. And along the wall, it'll go back into the corner. Winnipeg organizing back of the net with Forbert to Pionk. Now trying to work his way through center ice. Pionk will send it down into the Toronto zone. Hutton wanted to hand it off there to Dermott. He skated right over it. Now a long lead pass finds McKayev in over the line. McKayev going down into the corner after it along with Jordy Ben. That's drawn a crowd against the boards. Engvall comes out with it. Back to the point. Long shot is going to be knocked into the corner by Hellebuck. McKayev onto it quickly. Back to the blue line to Muzzin. And he's going to backpedal his way out over the blue line. And it's going to be offside. And so there will be a break in the action here with 4.52 to play in the period. Connor from Shifley and Wheeler at 13.52. And the time of the goal is brought to you by Hockey Helps the Homeless. Tied at twos. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Celebrating Rick Vives' birthday today. Your man over here had his yesterday. What an accomplishment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he made it again. Yeah, we were uh, run our place. We're not big birthday people no. my daughter is my son's not yeah not oh i i know the princess was all over it so ah good for her and good for you happy birthday down along the boards lowry gets it back to the blue line played into the corner now appleton knocked down on the play muzzin's lost his stick but the leafs are able to get it out into neutral ice and now bringing it in now is uh, kerfoot little toe drag but a nice sprawling play Made there by the defenseman, Logan Stanley. And when he gets down on the ice, he covers a lot of space. Here's a shot from the blue line by Muzzin that was blocked. Kept alive then by Kerfoot. He was taken to the boards by Jordy Ben. 
And now Spezza getting it back to the blue line. Got a return pass. Tries to send it in front of the net. Knocked down in front of the goal was Kerfoot. I think the officials have decided that there isn't going to be anything here either. We've had just the one holding penalty, and that went to Morgan Riley in the first period. Vicious hold. Well, is there another kind? <laughs> Into the corner, Leafs trying to go. Oh, oh way to oh, go. Way to go. All right, sorry. Going to be a tripping penalty here to Winnipeg, so the Leafs will go to their first power play of the night. By the way, Winnipeg, they were 0 for 7 in their last three in the power play coming in. As the Leafs go to their first power play, they're 11 games leading into this one. And we well documented the Winnipeg Jets losing streak, but 2 for 29 on the power play. And 11 coming in. So that's where you miss Nikolai Ehlers big time. And the power play brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Nothing like spring showers to remind you about Subaru's all-weather drive event. On now at your local Subaru dealer. Shop safely and book your appointment to adventure on. Well, they worked a lot on the power play at practice. We'll see if there is any benefit to it. Nylander playing it around back of the net. Felino trying to free it up. Batted back to uh, Nylander. Now to Riley. Left wing side, Matthews. Back to Riley. Shot in traffic. Deflects wide. Leafs get the rebound. Back to the blue line to Riley again. Over it goes to Nylander. Down the boards and a pass in for Felino. Back of the net for Matthews. Polino chopping at it to get it around the boards. Trapped by Riley at the left point. Walks to the middle of the ice. Off in the wing it goes to Tavares. Back to the blue line to Riley. He doesn't shoot it. Looking for Nylander again. Finds him on the far half boards. Back it goes. Now to Matthews on the left wing. Matthews doesn't shoot it, but he's not in a position to shoot it. Now a shot coming from the blue line by Riley was deflected wide. Leafs have the puck again. Tavares. Holding, looking for a man. Now it goes back to Riley. Riley to Tavares. Left wing side, closing with a shot. Polino looking for a rebound. Matthews jams it in front. And the Jets are going to get to it and send it down the ice. I think Austin Matthews there trying to make a little backhand pass to John Tavares. At the top of the crease, and it was just intercepted. 42 seconds left to go in the power play and the Leafs have gotten their second unit on and Spezza has it back of the net now starting out with it Spezza works to the left wing side then drops it back to Kerfoot he'll follow through to get it to the line to find Thornton, Thornton's going to ring the boards with it to get it back to the blue line to Spezza, Spezza back into the corner for Simmons, Simmons banks it back to Spezza, Spezza looking for Muzzin Goes to Thornton. Now back to Muzzin and the shot coming. Huge rebound off of uh, the goaltender. Another shot by Muzzin is blocked. Thornton with the rebound in the corner. Now Stanley trying to find an open man. It goes into the left wing corner and backhanded ahead. And the Jets are going to get it out at center ice and send it down into the leaf zone as the penalty expires. Muzzin getting it out on the right side. And across the line, Engvall driving the net with a shot and a glove save made and a good one by Connor Hellebuck and held for a face-off in the Winnipeg zone. The best scoring chance comes after the power play. Not a whole lot new, but at least in the second unit came out, Jake Muzzin teed up two or three times from the high slot to get it through. That's how he scored against the Ottawa Senators two nights ago when the Leafs had the extra man. 
the old-fashioned way. And that's, you know, we talk about the Ottawa Senators, how they like to score the ugly goals. They load up in front, and they look for the redirections, the screens. Rebounds. They'll yep. battle you for every inch of ice. Played ahead with less than a minute to go in the period. To the line and in. A couple of the Jets collide, and then a pass comes right out into the slot. Whoa. Justin Hall, I'm not sure who he thought was there, but it was Morrissey, and he hammered one, but Campbell makes a great glove save. That was the 20th shot of the night for the Winnipeg Jets. To me now, Jack Campbell is the reason the Leafs are even in this game. Absolutely nothing he could do on either Winnipeg goal. As one was an odd man rush, and one was a giveaway that ended up with Appleton wide open in front. Pionk along the boards for Wheeler, looking for a man in front to flex wide. Knocked down by Nylander, a two-on-one possibility here. Nylander going to the net, and a penalty coming here to the Winnipeg Jets. And I think it's going to be Blake Wheeler. Brooks looked as though he had a lane to break to the net for a two-on-one opportunity. And Winnipeg 26, minor penalty hooking. Yeah, they're showing Pionk on the screen, but it was in fact Blake Wheeler, who is back, as the Jets got caught, Willie Nylander actually did a pretty good job of knocking the puck out of midair in the Leafs zone to get the puck not only out of the zone, but past the Winnipeg defenseman. Had Brooks going to the net, and the Leafs, another power play. Brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Nothing like spring showers to remind you about Subaru's all-weather drive event. Half a minute to go in the penalty, and a pass into the short-handed rush there that was deflected just wide of the goal by Derek Forbert. He's dropping it back. 17 seconds left. Cross the line. Nylander to Felino. Back in for Nylander. Around back of the net. Matthews comes away with the loose puck. Into the slot. Riley doesn't shoot it. Off in the wing. And Matthews didn't shoot it. Back to Riley. Now a pass in on a deflection. And a save made by Hellebuck right at the buzzer. So the teams will go to the third period all tied 2-2. The Leafs see a couple of one-goal leads get squandered. And again, like we said, we talked about it, knowing a team's weakness because you see every minute of every game they play, give up two goals based on what you can perceive as their weakness. Bad decisions when it comes to pinching. Bad decisions when it comes to having the puck in your own end and deciding to go up the middle instead of up the boards. 9-8, the shots favor Winnipeg in the period, 20-18 over two periods of play. Engvall and McKayev for Toronto, Appleton and Connor for the Winnipeg Jets. We'll step aside for Jim Taddy and Kristen Shilton as the Leafs and the Jets are tied at twos. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. 